Awesome, all right. I'm gonna do my little shitty intro. We can get started. Okay. Common Knowledge Podcast, just a man doing the best he can with what he got. And I got a special guest. I'm totally fanboying right now. I've been trying to make this happen. I love this man's music. And to me, this is like one of the biggest gifts we ever had on the Common Knowledge Podcast. We got drummer, producer, extraordinaire, Jelasco. <laughs> like, yeah. Hello. Um, thanks so much. That's, that's nearly too much, I think. <laughs> no, no. Let me fanboy out for a second, man. Because let me just tell you, I got introduced to your music through the show I do on YouTube. It's a review show called Secret House Against the World with uh, Mega Robinson and Jet Axel. And they like doing underground music. That's yeah. primarily their taste and everything. So I don't really lean towards that. But because of them, I listen to the music and I give my opinions. And I, I'm also like kind of shot at as being a hater. But that's not the case. I just, if I like a song, I will say why I like the song. If I hate the song, I'll say why I hate it. I'll give an explanation. But I got introduced to the album Occam's Blazer. And yeah. let me say... That is one of the best damn albums I have ever heard in my damn life. And look, the rapping is good. Production is good. But the one thing that stood out to me that made me say, oh, man, this album is solid was the drums. Like when I first heard the album, I'm like, yo, who is the drummer? And I looked on Bandcamp and I saw Jalasco. I'm like, this guy's the truth. So thank you for making wonderful music. Oh, thanks. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. It's uh, super motivating to hear. Um, yeah. It's, uh, thanks for the love, man. Oh, man. Dude, thank you for doing what you do. So where does the podcast find you? Where are you at right now? I'm in Vienna right now, in the second district. Vienna? Excuse my yeah. stupid Americanist. That's in Italy? Vienna is in Austria. Oh, yeah. Of course. Damn it. I knew that, yeah. man. <laughs> Yeah. I knew that. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's actually the uh, home of all the great uh, musical masters, right? To the old masters, yeah. 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 All your classical masters, man. Let's go and get into it because I'm going to fanboy out a little bit. Your drumming is impeccable. You're sticking your rudiments. And what really pisses off a drummer like me is how effortlessly you do it. When I watch you do it on YouTube, like you're hitting ghost notes and you're hitting rudiments and it's not it's like you're not even trying. It's like stuff I got to concentrate on. You just do it. And it's like, yo, another day at the office. So how did you develop your skills as a drummer? Practice. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of at, at, at first, a lot of practice, you know, it just um, get all the fundamentals going. Uh, rudiments, get all the rudiments going and then... Uh, the last years, I'm, I'm just playing to a lot of music and trying to catch uh, the feeling right. Yeah, but I was, I was, I was practicing a lot when I was younger. Um, I, I was in the practice room the whole day from the morning on. And uh, at night, I had band practice, so I was behind the drum kit sometimes 10 hours. I'm 36 now, and I started when I was 11, I think. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So twenty plus years of the drums, and what kind of drum kit do you use? It's a it's a mixed drum kit, and I, I now use a DW kit. 
Woo, DW, baby. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was always a dream of mine to have a DW when I was younger. And, mine too, um, actually. I, I love DW. I only bought pearls because I didn't have the money for DW, but woo. Yeah, but it was... I, I was I was very lucky because when I was younger, after school, I was asked from a quite famous pop band in Austria if I, I want to play with them, and I start tour, started touring with them. And with the first money, I bought the DW kit, so a, a dream came true. And I I still have it, and I used it for a lot of touring, but I also use it um, for the studio. And I think the bass, especially the bass drum. It's so it's so enormous and great. <laughs> it sounds great. Like you see the sound you pumping out with that DW sounds miraculous. So are you just basically a session drummer or like a, a mercenary for hire? Anybody who wants you can just hire you, or are you uh, touring with a a band right now? I'm in a lot of projects at the moment. Um, before Corona, um, my main project was Gudrun von Luxemburg. It was an electronic uh, live techno band. And I was touring with Gudrun von Luxemburg for 10 years or something. And those were my best friends. And um, uh, we, we, um, we started the project in our old apartment. It's, it must be 14 years ago or something. Mm. And yeah, we've played a lot and um, a lot of projects or a lot of people who asked me I had, I had to say um i don't have the time because um, it was we had so much to do uh, it was also it was running quite okay because we were at the label from fat boy slim um, oh, wow yeah but um yes yeah, sadly the album uh, dropped and then i mean it's, it's a good it's a good album but um yeah nothing big happened afterwards and then yeah, you know the story. I mean, yeah. <laughs> ten years, a lot of work and stuff. Yeah, but so so we we split up um, shortly before Corona. It was also the time when uh, I think when was I in Toronto? We we were in uh, January 2020, and that was the time when a lot of things started to happen. I mean, then it was Corona, obviously, mm-hmm. and then um, nothing really happened. But um, after that. I started a lot of new projects and now I'm playing for with different people. I'm not so much a session drummer in the way of that I'm playing for that someone asks me for can you play a gig with me tomorrow and I jump in. It's more um, mm. I, I'm playing in the studio or collaborating with people. Mm. So that's what I'm what I'm doing right now. That's also something I really like. And also I'm giving I'm giving drum lessons, so that's uh, that gives me the space to to do other things. As you should. You should be giving lessons. I might need to take some lessons from you because you are cold <laughs> as hell. Like, no, I'm being serious. But how... This leads me to another question. Like, what is your favorite style of drumming? Because when I looked on the Occam's Blazer album, what yeah. really got me was you was playing with a jazz feel, but you was actually fusing it with hip-hop. And, like, the grooves were so damn solid. So... How many styles can you play, and what's your favorite style of drumming to play? So, I studied jazz drums. Um, I wouldn't say I'm I'm a really good jazz drum in an old way. So bebop and um, all this, all the jazz is I'm not so good at it. I really love uh, listening to it, but it's not. Um, I would not say it's my style. Mm. But the thing is, 
um, I have, I think I have to a totally mixed up style because um, when I was younger, I, I, the first band I, I really fell in love with was Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> and, yeah, I still, I still love Rage Against the yeah, Machine. Yeah, I still love Rage myself. Yeah, it's so great. And and um, besides the drum lessons, I, uh, my older brother and me, we could, I've got a, a e drum kit when I was younger, and we played. To all the, to the all the Rage Against the Machine albums, so that was a, was a great influence for me. Afterwards, I was listening um, a lot to punk rock. <laughs> really, what what punk rock bands primarily were you listening to? Sex Pistols, Ramones. Yeah, Sex Pistols, of course. Ramones, not that much, but also like the skate punk things and mm. No FX. Any Dead Kennedys in there? That Kennedy's also not that much. Um, mm. A lot, a lot of, of a lot of a lot of German punk, because I understood the lyrics. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Makes all the sense in the world. I'm sorry. That's my American arrogance. Like, of course, everybody listens to English. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Of course, yeah. And that and also, I, I loved Prodigy. It was the same time with um, Rage Against the Machine. So a lot of um, big beat stuff and all this mixed up and. Then afterwards, I started to listen to hip hop when I was, I think, 25 or something. Then there was this time with Gudrun for Luxembourg when I was listening a lot to electronic music. I loved to, I, I really checked out uh, Georgia Mayo stuff. Really? All these drum and bass things. So, yeah, I think what I'm doing right now is just um, um, a distillate of all <laughs> these influences and stuff. I, I, I I like and now I also really 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 love um, um, good great modern jazz musicians and uh, modern drummers like Nate Smith. Nate Smith is so um, dope, right? He's so crazy. It's really crazy. Uh, he's uh, he's yeah he's uh, yeah he's the best. I think he he damn near is the best, man. Now that actually leads me to a good question because you have your own album and I was shocked to find out that you're producing your own music and you're actually like putting it together and your new album, I apologize if I messed up the uh, pronunciation, but is uh, Girondellini? Girondellini. Yeah, Girondellini? <laughs> no one managed to to uh, say it correctly. I think it, maybe it was a bad decision to call it Girondellini, <laughs> but um, at the moment it's it's quite funny. I thought like, it's the G album. Like, oh, the G album. Is yeah, your, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that your picture on, on the front of the album cover? Yeah, that's 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 my picture. Yes. Yeah, I was like, is this Mister Skull? Is this Jelaska? I don't know. But what is the? Because uh, I listened to the album, and I'm like, that shows your fusion of music. Because I don't know what genre to put it in. What was the influence for the album? And did you write the songs? And did you produce all the music in there? I produced all the music in there. Yes. So you actually play keyboard and everything too. Yeah, all the synths. I mean, there is there's also a lot of sampling, but just the keyboards, then the the, the electronic bass, but not a great bass player. But it's enough for loops. So, <laughs> so how do you choose your samples? Uh, to be honest, I just sampled because it was it was some sort of beginning and I was starting to sample just uh, sample music I, I liked listening to. It's um, it's also ska tunes. Ska, um, okay. Also ska, yeah. Jazz. 
Yeah, jazz. there's a lot of jazz in there. <laughs> yeah. A, a whole lot of that. So, yeah. yo, check out the new single, Irony, now available on any digital streaming provider. God, just let me kill one. I pay you back in good deeds. Oh, please, just let me see good leads. The black of the berry, the black of the berry. Yeah. The blue of the eyes, the ear of the Aryans. Shotgun carrying, no to the pond. Just look up no DJ L Spade. Spotify, Apple Music. It doesn't matter. YouTube, go listen to it. Appreciate it. Please. Let me just ask you this, man. Why I fanboy about the greatest, one of the greatest albums ever made, Occam's Blazer. Yeah. How do you get to make an album with like legends like Prim Rock? And how did that band even come together? Yeah, that's a funny story. Um, it really just just happened, I would say. Um, the thing was that Fresh Kills and Prim Rock they were on Europe tour. We played. We've played with them once. I think it's seven years ago or something. And then we played. We've played a second time with them. So my band Prague, mm. um, Prague is we, we we were playing till uh, fourteen years or something. And not we're not playing that much now. But um, so they are. They they have asked us if we can manage a, a concert in Vienna for their tour. And um, so I booked us a show in Vienna, and um, it was the last. It was the last show of of Prem and Fresh Kills mm. of their tour. And they had this, This uh, it wasn't, I think the show was on Thursday. And I tried to get some gigs in Austria for the weekend, but it was too late because it, um, it was not enough time. And um, then I thought, yeah, I mean, when they are around and when they're in, in Vienna, we should do something. And so I asked them if they're interested to just go to the studio and, I don't know, jam, try some stuff out. And so Prague, my other, my band, and Fresh Kills and Pramrock, and also Anthony Rinaldi, who's also um, in, the, in the band. Mm. And he was, uh, he joined the tour, I think, for the last last couple of shows. And uh, yeah, we went to the, to the studio and the studio engineer and also uh, uh, synthesize, synthesizer or <laughs> keyboard player uh, Christoph, he, he was playing at my other band, uh, Gudrun Luxembourg. He, he, um, this is, it, it was his studio where we recorded and he was a sound engineer. And he also uh, managed, also asked him if he wants to play and um, he said, of course, he already knew Fresh Kills and Premrock, so um, their sound. And so, um, yeah, we just met and started to jam. I think the first, um, um, we, we made one track. We really tried, it was on a Friday, we tried to, um, to, to think about the arrangement and stuff mm-hmm. uh, and check, check, the, check the, the song out. And then the other days, we, we just jammed, you know, and the jams were so damn good and everyone was feeling, it was, it was so great. I knew it! Afterwards, we decided, okay, we have to do more. I knew it. See, this is something I said on on the review show. I was like, this sounds so damn improvisational. Like, guys got together and jammed, and it was just, like, going so damn hard that y'all kept on going. Because I don't know which song was done first, but when you listen to the Occam's Blazer album, like, it starts off strong, but it gets better 
as it goes along and it seems like everybody kind of found a better groove and kind of found a move and it just gets better and better so like was that the process when y'all made the album where y'all just like you know what just do what you feel and we're gonna move with it yeah i mean there was we had we had these two um big recording sessions the one was in vienna in 2019 um and the other one was in toronto because oh, Toronto, they, nice. they had to leave on Sunday on this weekend, so we had we had only two days in the studio, and on Sunday I think Fresh Kills was already gone, and Anthony too. So Pramrock, um, we were we were working on on uh, vocals on this on Sunday, but we, we had not uh, chance to do more um, instrumentals. Mm. So. Um, yeah, we had, we had. I think it was. There were. We have. We had five songs or six songs or something, and um, then we decided to also go to Toronto. And then we in early 2020, before Corona, um, we went to the the Prague band and Christoph. We went to Toronto and recorded for. Three, we had three days in the studio in Toronto, and there we um, uh, we, we just went with any idea that we came up with it was a super studio um it was really great it was a great studio also the, the, the mixing engineer um i have to I have to look the name up he will but, yeah, it, was, it was super great and yeah. sorry how to come back to your question um yeah in toronto we just went with um jamming and with the mood and sometimes it was ah, okay. I have a great idea, and I started. I started playing a groove, and then someone came up with something else, and then we jammed, jammed around this groove or something. Or it was Fresh Kills who had um, had an, a groove or um, some samples and an idea. Or um, yeah, that, 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 that's and, and we 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 decided on we will use these three days in the studio for as much ideas as possible. So the whole album was done in three days. It's more than one album. Um, we will start releasing soon. Um, to uh, we will start releasing another tracks soon. Oh, okay. Oh, whoa. Okay. So this is mind blowing right here. So you guys did a three day session. How many songs did you guys get done in three days? <laughs> I mean, the recording bit. We 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 did a little um, editing afterwards. Um, of course. But um, I think ideas songs 14 or something in three damn that yeah is i mean idea, ideas we had around i would say uh, 20 or something or 18 yeah it, it came up with 14 man, yo the prim rock did fresh groove do all the um the um programming and sampling in the npc did he do all that was that all him on the album yeah like, let me tell you, my favorite song on the album is Bloodsport. Yeah. And let me say that I don't know who came up with that song, but let me tell you, all you guys are geniuses because when Prim Rock is just riding your groove, like that groove you came up with is so damn sick. Like it caught me and you're sticking. It's just so goddamn impeccable. But then the horns come in. Yeah. And I don't know who the hell playing the horns. But then Fresh Grooves samples the horns again? 
Yeah. So you got layered horns on top of like you got sample horns from the original song on top of that song with a groove. Oh my god! Yeah, that was the genius of Fresh Kills. Oh my it was, god! It was a crazy idea, and it was so it worked out so great. I mean, it's, yeah, as you say, it's, it was mind blowing. I think also that it's um, yeah. Super crazy. The horn players are Guido Spanocchi and Julian Preuschel and um, Anthony Rinaldi. God damn, they're good. Like, yo, those horns hit so hard. And then when they get to chopping the horns, I'm like, man, I'm in. So what would you say is your favorite song on the album? I really like Dirt Bell. That's hard, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. And to, the, the, uh, the song Bloodsport is the first song we wrote so that's the one we we um we this was the the first song we've done no way Indiana. that was the first one that was the first one yeah see i didn't th- i would never thought that because i thought that was something you did later because like the fusion and y'all are so in sync with that one i thought that was like the, maybe the last one you did no that was the the first song we've ever done it was the first day in vienna and uh, that's why it's also so long because we took a lot of time for the arrangement we we really played this uh, whole through i mean i think the the horn section in between there were some overdubs and stuff or editing i i'm not sure right now but um all this stuff with the resampling from from Fresh Kills and then going into this um, breakbeat uh, drum part, it was all um, uh, was all played in. Uh, we arranged it before and then played it. So yeah. Once again, it's a whoever mixed this album did a masterful job too because the live drums with the program drums fit so damn well. That's all. That's all Fresh Kills. Well, damn it, Fresh Kill, man, look. I gotta give this more man more credit. Like yo, <laughs> seriously, mm-hmm. I gotta give and this man. And I've, uh, Christopher Mateka too. Uh, Fresh Kills did, did most of the most of the mixing, and um, of course the producing. And uh, Christopher Mateka, who plays the keys and uh, the electronic bass, is also uh, does also did also a lot of uh, mixing stuff. Well, they did great because what I love about it is usually when you have live drums, they push the drums back and you can't really hear it. So I don't know yeah. who did the miking, but all the drums are so forward and they're mixed forward. I can't do nothing but say like sing their praises because that's some impeccable mixing. Yeah, I think so too. I really, I mean, of course I'm a drummer, so. <laughs> <laughs> the drums always need to go first. <laughs> yeah, no, but um, um in in Toronto, the recording was really interesting for me too because it uh, changed my also my my playing a lot because um, uh, the mixing engineer he he uh, the, all the mics ran through a lot of gear so it was a lot of stuff was very compressed and distorted bef- bef- already before so not um, after the after the recording so and I I had it in my in my headphones so my monitoring was already. Had already this was already that sound shaped drums, wow. and so um, that really influenced my drumming. And I think that's really really cool because um, I, I I would have played a little bit different, I think, um, maybe dynamic wise. And uh, this really was um, yeah, it was it was great. Um, it was a uh, it was great for me to also for my playing. All right, well, I'm gonna get you out on this. I ain't gonna hold up too much of time. I know you're a busy man, but I want to talk about your new project now 
Mm-hmm. What was the influence of that and where can the people find it? So um, at the moment, I have three singles out and they're on all the platforms. So you can, can stream it nearly everywhere. And the album will drop on the 24th of February. The, the name of the album is Girondolini. Yes, the, Girondolini. The, Girondolini. Yeah. Can you spell that for everybody, man? <laughs> yeah, the thing is the name. I, I have the, the um I thought about um, it would be nice to have uh, have a connection to where I live or at the moment and now I live in the second district and in Vienna there was um, in the in the 19th century there was a family in the second district called the Stuber family Stuber and family. they um, did all the fireworks for the emperor and stuff oh wow but there was this one time uh, there was one other guy who was doing fireworks and his name was Girondolini and that's why you named the album Girondolini yeah. that's why, my, my, that's why I, I gave it the name you see, we just learned some Austrian history that we did not know about. <laughs> yeah. like, Maybe this was some bullshit information. I don't know. No, no, but, no, no. This is yeah. important, man. Because like music is always cultural and local in its in its source. So like whatever the artist is feeling is gonna come out in the music. So I'm glad you had a connection to the hometown and actually wanted to put that out there, man. Like that's some inside information that I'm quite sure nobody else will probably know. That's a scoop right here for the Common Knowledge Podcast. So I appreciate yeah. you sharing that. <laughs> That's true. That's true, yeah. So how many yeah. tracks are going to be on the album? It's 10, tr- ten tracks. It features with Pramro. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm already yeah. in. <laughs> that one is already out. It was the first single. Yeah, I heard that song. It's hard. Yeah. There, I think you can hear the, the big beat influence in this one. Like the yes. prodigy influence, maybe from my younger days, and also featuring. Um, I featured with with uh, Harry Dean Lewis. He's a singer from and a really great musician from from Australia, living in Vienna right now. Hmm. And one feature with Eloise. She's a singer from Switzerland, and uh, she was also featuring with my last band, Hutton von Luxemburg. And she was also on tour with us. So I I. No, uh, Louis from uh, years of rave touring, rave concerts, shows, rave shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, Jalaskon, thank you so very much for doing the Common Knowledge Podcast. Like, for me, this is a big accomplishment, a big get, because I follow you on Instagram. And by the way, can you give the folks your Instagram? It's too, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's Jalaskon, yeah. Yeah, so follow July Scone. It's July underscore S-K-O-N-E. July Scone, you can see videos of him playing the drums, making all the struggling drummers look like rubes because... <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> no, no, man. Like, seriously, when I look at your videos, it looks like you're not trying. And that's what makes me so mad. Like, I have to concentrate when I play drums. And then your yeah. timing is so impeccable, too. So I'm just like, this guy is just making me look like a a a, a joker, a clown. <laughs> so No, I don't think so. It's yeah. I think it's the most of most important because I, I spoke so much about uh, practicing and technique and uh, I think the most important thing is that that you have a lot of fun and also that the feeling is right. I think that is the most important thing. That's right. Drumming comes from the heart. So 
Yeah. That's some advice you can give to some of these drummers starting out, but I'll be remiss if I didn't ask you this. You said Nate, but who's your favorite drummers? Yeah. And I mean, I, I've learned a lot of, um, of the scene in Austria. We have a lot of really great drummers in Austria too. So that's also great influence on me. Uh, Herbert Pirker, for example, from, from Vienna and Lukas König or my teacher, Michi Provatsnik, all really, really great drummers. And, um, I learned a lot of them. So, but my favorite drummers at the moment, of course, Nate Smith, Joseph Days, let's say. And that's the Common Knowledge Podcast, updated weekly. And this is July Scone. Check out the new album, uh, Girondellini. One more time. Girondellini. Girondellini. Check out the new <laughs> album. And we out. DJ L. Spade here asking you to humbly take the time out your busy day and listen to my new single, Lost Boys. And while you're at it, why not listen to some other fine music produced by your boy DJ L. Spade on every DSP. Appreciate it, guys. Peace.